I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. I'm Ola Awea. And we are Fromey. Your favorite Afro pop podcast. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's my Season heart beating. Four. Episode so, two. Two. Two, two, two. two. Happy Valentine's Day, my loves. How are you? Good, good, good. Glad that we're recording this beforehand, so it's not actually Valentine's Day. Oh, is it? Why? Would you be busy? Um, why are you, why are you asking me questions? <laughs> why are you, asking you really me? dug a hole for yourself, though, because... I, I realised that, I realised that. Why, why are you doing? Why are you doing? Because you, you're occupied. <laughs> you know it's going to be, like, minus one degrees. I'm going to be at home. I'm just trying to keep warm. Bro, today I attempted to go to get something from the shop. I walked to the car... I said, I said no. <laughs> I think I spent two minutes cleaning the ice and I was like, it's not, I don't need the milk. I will get LCM doses. Yeah, today, I was today? sent on errands. I didn't have an option. So I was oh. definitely at the post office. And I just found God that the main roads are like sorted or whatever because mm-hmm. my actual road, I was screw, screw, yep. screw, screw. And um, I've just changed my insurer. So I think there's a cooling period before you can make a claim. Okay, cool. Shall we talk about that just for two seconds? Because AA really tried to charge me £3,295 for this year because yeah, I, I made a claim. Um, but Sheila's Wills definitely offered me the same exact coverage for £700. They're so that, wild. That is actually crazy. But last year when I made a claim, um I then went back um I actually stayed with my insurer because they were the cheapest it was Tesco back yeah yeah it was still the cheapest it was like mad okay yeah sure no 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 I've not been driving for 10 years and paying insurance for 10 years just for me to be paying 300 pound a month for insurance basically it work one small claim let it go (laughs) please be (laughs) (laughs) but sorry back to valentine's day uh since Ola is apparently isolating at home (laughs) Cindy what you doing (laughs) I am trying to keep as occupied as possible I'm gonna be making some wigs I mean I might go to my mom's house that's yeah. not the kind of occupied we were talking about. No, but what are I'm, you going to be doing, Gracie? You tell I'm us, because I feel like you got a story. No, no, no. You guys didn't land. There's, not, do you know, what? I'm not going to lie to you. Um, me and Angela haven't really been seeing eye to eye recently, so I don't know what's going on. You and who? Um, Anthony Joshua. He's a boxer. Oh right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard her. I wasn't going to pay her no mind. I actually didn't hear you, and I thought, Ra, she's just said the name, and then you said, Anthony. Yeah, you see, that's like, not normal nowadays, is it? So what? Yeah, no, no. It's because I mean, up. in all honesty, it's because you spent all last year talking about Ovi that I was like, I don't really think you want to tell them that you're now dating AJ. It was Ovi's birthday a couple of days ago, actually. Did you message him? Oh. To be honest, I haven't got any boyfriend. I don't understand. Sorry, I was on that topic of that. You know, the other day, yeah, these last few days I've been sleeping really late. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's coming back from back home and being here. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, you just think, wow, is it that my boyfriend, like my future husband is not in the UK? Because, you know, you just think, where, where are you? <laughs> just like that. I'm here. I don't understand. I'm well, actually in lockdown. You're actually yeah, but, inside. So is it that he's outside? Because when I went out, <laughs> Oh, it's mad. When they say dating in lockdown, um, I've already Doll said dating in lockdown is a scam. She said people are just bored. That, that, that's literally it. That's literally it. Literally. I remember... You know, I, I saw... No, go on. on. There you go. No, go. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> I knew that Gracie wasn't going to go. But I, I saw something that was saying that, like, I think dating at the beginning of lockdown, people were saying that that was like... um. At the point in time when people realised that, raw, we're actually about to be in this for a really long period, that was the point in time when anyone that was actually looking for serious relationships was jumping on it because they were like, well, I can't spend the next year in lockdown and come out of it without no potentials. So it was like, if you started at the very beginning, you got the people that were bored. If you if you then jumped on when it was like, raw, we could be in lockdown for a bit, you might have actually secured a real one. And then anything after that is now like, we don't know how long we're going to be here. And I, I can't commit to nothing because I don't know if I'm going to have a job. So now everyone on these apps are just a bit wild. I'm screaming and shouting. Why is Cindy laughing? It sounds like you can relate. I, I just, I it just doesn't help the situation that I've just explained. Like, 
ages really messing up. There's just, oh, mate, I don't know. Sorry, I was going to say back to your previous comment of, you know, hiding people's faces and stuff. I think we touched on this last season where Chloe Kitemba announced her um, engagement and she still covered her man's face. And then I saw a tweet like yesterday, which keeps hopping up on my timeline, which is like dating secret, loving secret, building secret. I'm like, nobody cares. <laughs> no one actually cares. Like, free it, don't free it. But you telling us that you're doing it in secret is now making a thing of nothing. Yeah. Even it's secret or it's not. When they were courting, did they do that? Nonsensical nonsense. Because just, other I, part of this whole like idea of do all of these things in secret is that you're going to reveal it at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and the, I, I understand the notion of maybe you feel like people are watching and so on and so forth. But I mean, no me, I, personally, personally, like, Nobody I get it. I mean, yeah, I, it, it, we're it, just nosies. Not we don't. To me, no, it's like, are you a celebrity? Yeah. Even if you were, nobody yeah, cares. It's like you feel like too many people are watching you, but it's like you do. You're an ordinary. Who's watching you? Like, That's everyone right. and even if you weren't, you know, Venable is fucking up certain. Like they're winning certain things. That's great. You got this by this age. Well done. You did this by. Well done. Mm. Now that you're hiding it, it's like, but who are you to be hiding it? What makes your story different? Yeah. You're not the first and you'll not be the last. So Bernie exactly. Boy's um, girl that um, came out not too long ago, um, she... Jalone or whatever her name is. Yeah. She put up a story the other day on, and then Shea Burrow picked it up. So she was just like, oh, I came into this as a... Or something. She came into the year as something. She's leaving as a girlfriend. Wedding is next year. Ladies, get your gelly. So obviously Shea Burrow, I mean, it's pretty obvious what you're saying. And then all of a sudden she was just like, I don't know why people in my business say I was getting married yesterday. <laughs> Literally, if you read the comments, people were just literally adding two and two. You said you were getting married next year. Okay, get your gilly. And I was like, you're the one. And now you're, now you're annoyed at me that I'm asking you. She's an attention seeker. She's in a, and I blame the shade borough. You put her on. So dumb. I just, I just feel like nobody cares. Nobody cares. Just like, care because you put it out there and it's not even caring. We're just like you said, we're bored. Like, see. And then actually, round circle, maybe that's the thing, isn't it? People care when you put it out there, so maybe you just don't. But I feel like what you shouldn't do is say building secret, loving, all of that. You're just insinuating the fact that I'm getting mine and I'll show you it later. It's not unnecessary. Yeah, man. Right. I think someone that did it really well was Peak Mill. If you guys know her, she's a YouTuber. Mm. She popped up like two, maybe like three years ago now with a whole husband and two kids and she didn't insinuate that she got married she didn't insinuate she had the kids she just humble. did a video one day just revealing it and we were like oh okay maybe we do care maybe we do care more than just the wigs and the styling but mm -hmm. don't tell me that you've got a secret and then not be free in the secret it's just annoying you know when someone goes i need to tell you something oh uh, and then i'll tell you later ridiculous. you'll never call me again <laughs> 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 i'm blocking your number <laughs> I just I don't care. Nonsense. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, Valentine's is at home is what you're saying. Sorry, go Sorry. on. No, I was just going to oh. say, you also have to think about it in terms of like, I just, I think it speaks to the character of the person when you're saying, I'm sitting on a bad boy information, piece of information, but I'm not going to tell you. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a bit like, why did you even say that? That's what you said. Did you chime up? Who asked yeah. you to talk? Yeah, so if, and, then, and then you'll be saying that if I'm speaking, I'm speaking. Don't speak. Like, <laughs> doesn't that make more sense? I don't get it. Like, no, people are annoying. Yeah, it's true. Annoying. Actually, very annoying. Um, on the subject of love, before we move on to like the serious topic, Valentine um, is coming. Wait, wait, wait! Hey, yes, please, please. Can I be the DJ for today? Oh, okay, guys. DJ. All right, all right, ready. So, can you hear that? No, I can't hear it. Oh, oh no. Have I done it again? You've done it again. Done it again. again. Or maybe when we're recording, it doesn't allow. Because uh, it's playing on Copyright. my side. Well, guys, yes. just in case you can't see, I'll let you guys know, for all of you guys that are listening to the audio, I currently have a background image of an uncle looking at a young girl, basically putting her finger on his eye, looking at her as if to say, Valentine is coming. Where is your boyfriend? That's is it an uncle <laughs> or her dad? Oh, I that could also be her dad. Where's the? I'm really struggling to get my bun out of this. <laughs> Look at her. She's like, yeah, I can hear you. I'm, I'm yeah. so. <laughs> so he's like, well done. But dads don't really put pressure like that, you know. 
yeah, as mums and aunties. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know what? I would just sing this song. Are you guys ready to clap with me and to dance with mm. me? Can you play it on your phone? Oh, I could. I, sh- I should. Okay. But I was going to give you a little freestyle. No, no, no. No, no boyfriend, no problem. I'm single, not searching. Ah, no boyfriend, no problem. Ah, I'm single, not searching. Oh, no boyfriend, no problem. No problem. No problem. Mm. I'm single, not that. searching. I'm not clapping. I'm not clapping. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, Speaking yeah. into existence? No, 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 no. I'm single. No boyfriend, I'm no problem. I'm single. I'm actually... <laughs> no, do you want to sing your own song then, Cindy? Let's go. I don't. I don't want to sing a song. I don't even want no problem. I don't want no smoke. You know, if love wants to come from me, let it be simple. How many talking stages do you guys think you have left you? I'm out of the, I'm out of the game. I'm, I'm out of the game. Oh, so you, you wrapped up? What does that mean? That means I'm having kids with whoever's next. Okay. <laughs> I'm out of the game. And then no love can find me. It's true. But I'm out of the game. It's, it's, it's these ovaries that be talking. And um, I'm listening. So so, yeah. so when you say whoever comes next, though, I guess this comes back mm, to the question of talking ever. to Ever. Okay. But what is next? So is next like someone slides into your DMs tomorrow and you're like, hey, hey, um, Hey Ibrahim, like um, from Abuja, what's up? Like, you just gonna? Oh, sis, look, if somebody can go into a, we doing clubhouse love. Somebody else is showing me Snapchat love. Somebody else is showing me Instagram love. I will Ooh. go. I will go. I <laughs> will go. <laughs> I'm about it. I'm Speaking about of it. love and finding, let's say no, you but just wait. Go- how many talking stages do you have, Cindy? Yeah. Listen. Stages multiply at the same time just the one left that is that talking stage should lead into something that's why everyone comes around me now we're friends uh, what are you saying unless you're really ready to be serious okay buddy bro being humble with it make that bloody move but then but do then you that. that's a question actually do you, do you shoot you shot? Like you, shoot you shot? yeah uh, i can't do that I've been a bit, eh, nah, sorry. <laughs> I am that girl in the memes. I'll be there looking. That is me shooting my shot. I would revert that saying I was going to say that's really mad about so, a way of shooting my shot. Basically, somebody was doing an activity and my way of shooting my shot was joining that activity that I didn't want to be a part of. Loud and clear. I've even started putting two and two together. <laughs> mm. So you know earlier when you were talking about how like where are they and yeah strategic positioning I I agree strategically position but is it's it biblical. just about the position or no is it about speaking in the in the spaces I cannot talk say what I, think, I don't know man it's mad it's techie anyway like you said outside is closed but even when it opens how are we doing this what's happening. You're no, scared true, to talk to true. somebody. My own is, if you're the one to move them, they'll now be like, oh, I didn't want to be with you anyways. So you know, imagine. I was harassing me. Oh, can't mm. be you and me. Cannot. Not be. Hey. I mean, it's, it's definitely a hard balance. I remember I, I lived my life of 2019 saying, shoot your shot 2019. <laughs> I literally remember that year. What a wow. And I'm still single. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but I mean, I feel like in that situation, I went against the grain and did all the things that I would never not normally do so like okay, I, went, put my, I put myself out there more um I um gave a lot more grace than I would usually give I um I told people how I felt rather than allowed them to perceive it as it were um and to be honest in all the situations I don't think it worked out it didn't work it, I don't think it didn't work out in my favor because mm. it just showed me who the people really were that's fine so I feel like I found out about them a lot quicker than I would have if I had sort of done the whole laid back yeah yeah i like what you did there definitely always be yourself always don't be afraid to say it as it is say what you feel there's no harm if you're going to lose someone based on how you genuinely feel they're not for you yeah it's true i have one story time um i was in a chat and two guys said that they'd never been cash apped on clubhouse and so i just did it was just like 10 pounds no because i feel for guys sometimes I would want to be, I want to be treated as well if I was a guy. Yeah. But it was my fault because they then both aggressively tried to pursue me that week. And I was like, I, I. No, just about the money. 
And then and then I was like, are you single? And the guy was even like, no, in fact, guys, I'm going to show you the message. Anyway, but then you'll see the name. But he was like, yeah, I'm not single. And I was just like, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> it's me that would come and do before me and sugar mommy. Are you mad? Because he was even at, oh, I want to take you on a takeaway date. I was like, what's that? He was like, we can go to, um, what did he even say? He said like Tommy's Kitchen or Tasty. You I was like, I know what a takeaway is. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I know what a takeaway is. <laughs> um, and then I was like, but it's definitely a pandemic. He was like, yeah, so for that reason, you can come to mine. I was like, ah! It's a pandemic. <laughs> That's why I can't come to yours. We can be She said that like someone has messaged her that exact <laughs> phrase and she was like, it's a pandemic. <laughs> It's a pandemic. I just don't understand because I've ten pounds, and then I was like, "So who's gonna pay for the takeaway? Like, why are we planning a takeaway date?" And then it's my fault, isn't it? Because clearly, I look like the type of person that on the first date was to have tasty at your house. (laughs) Ooh, that's that could be a what's that a a word? What's that word when you say something that means something else? Innuendo. Mm, I want to have tasty at your house. I actually feel like Cindy has the ability to make anything into an innuendo. (laughs) Because life is hard. You have to make everything. (laughs) That's how you should be shooting your shots, Cindy. Make everything into an innuendo. I do, actually, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it's not all the time it works. And plus, you end up in, you do that, and then you end up in innuendo-type relationships. And that's not what I'm going for. No, that's a really Situation good point. Situationships. Yeah, yeah, I want, I don't know where. I'm going to look and dash. Um, Knack and leave. I mean, I oh. want that. Just sometimes. No, we don't want that for now. Back in the day. It's oh, done. Like, I'm over it. Age. Come on. We've had our fun. Crazy. Guys, even themselves. You've had enough fun. Isn't it enough? Do you know the other day I was thinking? Sometimes I feel like, guys it's like they punish us for liking them because sometimes the way men treat women yeah i'm like is there any need for this there's no need to be this horrible i like you i like you and you are being an asshole what is the need Ah, let me tell you um sorry i'm looking for an insta blog niger but i'll just summarize one guy came out and said in the last 25 years he's dated 100 girls and he's realized that girls are a distraction that he needs to focus on himself now all the comments are like (laughs) 25 years 100 girls who's the distraction them or you okay (laughs) okay You know, you were saying uh, we're going to talk about like at least once in every episode, we'll talk about am I a what is it? Am I not asshole? Right. Please, can we do the one I sent to the group chat? Yeah, please go for it, Because okay, can I start with a question? Do you and you don't have to say what it is, but do you feel like everybody has some kind of fetish? Maybe people do, yeah. I don't have one. <laughs> I feel like everyone has a preference and then some people then fall into the definition of a fetish. Okay. Because <laughs> in this context, maybe feces is his fetish. And land. disgusting. So, um, with my storyteller voice, let me give you this scenario. And at the end of this chapter, you can vote whether he is the asshole or not the asshole. Welcome to the Throwbeats edition of AITA, Am I the Asshole? <laughs> so, the title is My Husband Doesn't Use Toilet Paper. I, a female who's 22, dated a few boys over the years before finding my significant other. But I've never seen anything as bizarre as what he's doing. Some of you may think I'm trolling, but for the love of God, I kid you not. I don't have the will to say this to him. He's a male, he's 24, or anyone else. So I figured it was harmless to come on here where there's no shame of anyone finding out who I am. I'm glad it's that (laughs) there's no shame of anyone finding out because there is shame in this story. My new husband, mostly while sunbathing and other, yes, <laughs> husband. <laughs> My new husband, mostly while sleeping and other random times throughout the day, has a habit of picking his butt and sprinkling bits across the bed that I'll find and get grossed out about, as well as other areas around the house too. 
I know that people can sometimes be into weird things, but I can't tell you how unappealing it is to be in bed and spot crumbs at random times. Can we and address really the fact dis- use the word unappealing? <laughs> unappealing. <laughs> We're talking about poo in your bed. Unappealing. <laughs> cool, cool. And it really disturbs any mood for me personally. How the heck do I tell him he has to stop without coming off weird or condescending? When you've got poo stains in your bed. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> he does it under the covers and I'll have no clue about it. And I don't want to sleep where there's literally shit crumbs laying around. This is not My husband doesn't use toilet paper and picks his butt under the covers and leaves crumbs in the bed and other places around the home. Am I the asshole? Uh, yeah, you are yes. racist. Wait, wait, who's the Him or her? Both of them. She both is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of them are assholes. But she is an asshole for coming onto a platform to ask, one, am I the asshole? And two, how can I tell him in a way that appeases him? This guy is, he's, 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 he's watching shit in your bed sheets and you want to find out how to tell He's not bad. He <laughs> Women will always belittle themselves. <laughs> and it's so not funny. Oh! It can't be. You're real. 22. He's 24. At 24, he should know better. At 22, man. you don't need to be shackled to a man that's doing it. He's not even a man, is it? He's not even a boy. Kids wipe their bum. <laughs> and, I, and also, let's, let's deep it, right? If you decide that you're not going to wipe your bum, do you not find another alternative? You need Wash to get yourself water. a bloody hose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wipes. <laughs> That's enough. Let's, let's, let's deep the actual process. You go to use the lavatory. You let said substances dry. They then start itching you to the point where you think it's appropriate to pick it out on a shared bed. <laughs> there are so many steps to this process that didn't need to happen. And you know that you share a bed, not just in the bed, she also said other random places around the house. Don't cook with those hands. Don't touch me with those See hands. See that type of man cooks. That's a bar, that's a bar. But do you put clean underwear on a dirty bum? There are so many questions. She's and not, not the story answers. is, no, it's too unbelievable. Sorry. Yeah. I'm I not. want to know, and actually Cindy's point really alludes to that, like, I want to know what sort of marriage they have. Like she, this guy, this guy's flicking poo, not just in your bed. Guys, I'm he's, doing, <laughs> he's doing it on your couch, on your floor. Even you have carpet. He's doing it on your carpet. It's falling <laughs> in the baby's cot. Like it's all over the house, right? At this point in time, <laughs> we don't know if this guy's washing his hands. He's then putting on. Um, he's he's, he's then putting on boxes on, the, and then you're the one washing the boxes. Because the same person that can say, I don't know how to tell him, is the same person that will be there going like this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hand washing. Hand washing the boxes in the sink. You're an arsehole. Awesome. No whatsoever. This is what you <laughs> are, this is the hill you're dying on. This is what you're scared to talk to your husband about. Jesus. Can you imagine as well if they have, or when, if they have, okay, first of all, being intimate with someone that smells like poo. Is not going to happen. Um, secondly, having kids that climb into a bed filled with their father's poo is not going to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> having the aroma of poo around the house because you're sprinkling your poop around the house is not going to happen. So in all things, you're right. She is the asshole. Why are you there? She, Why are you they, there? And also, like, I just, I just don't understand how this guy got to the age of 24. I don't know how he got a ring, but I guess maybe she didn't know. I don't understand how this guy got to the age of 24 and hasn't thought to himself that this is a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, actually, flies generate themselves around things like this and I'm flicking it around my house. Do you know what I mean? Like, how does he not get to the stage that he needs to solve the issue? You don't like wiping your bum, fine. Find a solution, get a bidet. Like, what? Not a what bidet. Maybe he- My, my, my follow up. No, go mm-hmm. on. Just to quickly, maybe he just doesn't clean it properly. Maybe he does rinse because I cannot believe he doesn't use toilet can... paper. That was the title. Yeah, because yeah. not everybody uses toilet paper. So technically, so maybe he's just not even. Maybe he has the alternative, but he's dirty. He's not doing it properly. He's not wow. bathing. It's like somebody that doesn't bath behind their ear, and then you do this and you'll be smelling. <laughs> It's not 
<laughs> Sorry, I was going to wrap it up with a question just because obviously it's related to Valentine's and then we should definitely move on. Um, <clears throat> we should change. Move on. Move on, sis. Um, is this a reason to cohabit before marriage? Like, do you feel like this is definitely an example where she would have found out if they were living together and she may not have gone down the route of, you know, securing the poop daddy? Or do you feel like, nah, even with cohabitation, you don't free your real self until you're married? Do you know, this just screams to me. This is just a, a man that is mad and wants out <laughs> in that relationship. This is his way of doing it. Because men, they will never end things with you. They will not. They will frustrate you till you're the one that ends it. And this is his way of doing so. It takes you out the door. Agreed. Micromanaging I, her out. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to manage you out. So, sorry, Ola, so are you saying that you will or will not be living with a significant other before you get a ring? So I think once upon a time, I definitely would have liked the idea of just like walking into it, traditional, Christian, all of those things. I think now at my age, um, I just can't imagine that, that like one of the main reasons that I have um, binned people off is essentially, I don't want to ever have to enter into a marriage in which I feel like I'm compromising more than I should have to. And mm. if that's my biggest concern, I'm not, you then have to, you have to show me that I'm not going to have to do that. And I can't imagine that you can show me that without a few weekends in the house. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like of us to really see what that would look like. So yeah, I don't think it's realistic to assume that. So I don't know if it in. would be full on living with someone for six months or so I, just, I feel like I'll yeah. need some time in their presence. Mm. Cindy? I'm just concerned for her as to when it started. When did this <laughs> girl? We got for me. I think um, holidays with a significant other shows a lot as well. Like how they manage money, how they plan their time, how they unpack is a very big deal to me. If everything's scattered, Whoa. or if you don't unpack at all, but we have wardrobes and you're choosing to live in a suitcase, those are red flags. So I, I live in a suitcase. <laughs> Guys, if you can see Gracie's face, her eyes are her eyes are blinking. So wait, Slowly. you're one of those ones that make oh my god, you're so I make a house a home. Oh Luther Vandross, so make a house a home. I unpack everything the moment we land. And I'm a person where I don't like outside clothes on my inside bed. So I don't ever sit down on a bed straight away. There are certain things that I need to just assess, like your level of cleanliness, your level of organization, your level of like, how do I prioritize? And um, yeah, I will bin you if those aren't in check. So Cindy, I'm glad we're friends and not lovers because that would be a problem. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like I, um... Now, I agree with the idea of like, um, what's it, being able to check someone while they're on holiday. But yeah, I do unpack, Cindy. Um, <laughs> I just don't, <laughs> what, I, <laughs> what I do is that I actually try and use a chest of drawers at least so that you only hang the things that really matter. Because sometimes I do get what Cindy's saying. Like I'm on holiday, it's not by force that I need to clean my room, but, but then you're like, leaving, you'll now be looking under your bed everywhere. <laughs> like, no, but you know how scattered it is to be like, oh, okay, I want to get an outfit. Let me like, Lift all the five yeah, layers that, that, of clothes beforehand. Because then you oh, don't... No, yeah, I don't do that. I do this because they're all folded neatly. Oh, oh you don't roll. I roll. No, I need to roll try roll. that method. Yeah, you get more in. Apparently so. Mm, I'm a roller. Mm. Anyway, girls, we have done Valentine's to death. We've even done A-I-T-I-A. A-I-T-A. Mm -hmm. I added an extra mm. I. Um, I don't feel like you guys answered about living with your significant other. Oh, no, you kind of did. I not, not I won't have to live with them like but they can spend like all said weekends and stuff but we don't have to live <sighs> final question um would you be comfortable with a significant other moving into your house um or at the point of marriage do you plan to move into theirs or is the best thing for you to just find a place together let's find a place together please Ola? I um would be comfortable with but him moving into your space Yes, but that is um, that is definitely something that I think um, it's not a, it's not a thought process I've always had. Okay, yeah. I don't want you moving into my space. <laughs> I don't need to explain that. You can already hear from the from the holiday story. You know what, God? I don't want to move into your space because I don't want to feel like I'm encroaching into your space. Same, yeah. And I don't want you shouting. I don't want you shouting. Just moving mad. Um, 
Right, leave your toothbrush there then. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Um, the reason that I've recently become okay with it is because I feel like that just based on people that I've met and I've spoken to, I feel like it depends on the type of person. Like definitely everything you're saying in terms of going into a, a, a man's house and then having to deal with all of that madness and them coming into yours and them feeling as though you're like, oh, like I've got too much money for you and like you know yeah, in my space. True. All of those stereotypes, those are the reasons you'll be worried. But like if you could meet someone that, that doesn't do that to you, then yeah, I'm more open to it. My thing is, if he's moving into my house, then he has to pay for the whole wedding because the funds have to be equal. If you didn't drop deposit money, where's your money been? And mm-hmm. I can't have been saving religiously for close to 10 years for you to now reap the benefit while you were doing enjoyment. Did Make I not deserve enjoyment as well? Yeah, <laughs> what did you say, Cindy? She said, I always imagine you to be honest, that is a really good point. I never actually thought about the practicalities of how you split it, but that that is that does work. Mm. Uh, like I said, the guy coming to me with his tasty date needs to know that I'm not that girl. I'm glad not on date one. Fine. Try and impress me at least, flip. Yeah. Anyway, some guys are lacking on that, but anyway, a lot can be said for the other way around. So I sometimes sorry. Can... Um, you said I should use my phone, so just so that I can actually do what I said I was going to do. You have to come closer to the camera. Oh, no. There we go. Oh, it's in and out. It's doing it on purpose. Yeah, stay there, stay there. Yeah, it's not working. Oh, yeah, working. woo. Valentine's is coming. Mm-hmm. Hey. Where's your, Where's boyfriend? your boyfriend? You are sitting at home. Oh, yep, I am. Only. <laughs> moving on swiftly speaking of sitting at home lonely our guy davido (laughs) recently uploaded a picture on instagram saying i miss home bad actually the actual caption was actually just for clarity because it really really i thought that wow nigeria looks different at night but it was uh, (laughs) he said missing home on god so this yes we were me and Ola were actually talking about accents yesterday um but i will not shade anybody uh, <laughs> but why, they tell them? why were we talking about it in quotes in general sometimes in life you have to ask people how long did you live in america for you don't <laughs> even ask them did you because the accent has already said that they did <laughs> just need to ask them how long did you live in america for yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll have the and when they tell it. you that they learned it from tv then you know that is a problem away. that's a red flag okay mm-hmm. you're a red flag but anyway so on god <laughs> missing nigeria on god missing home on god so then yeah you zoom in and it's actually um, an expressway birmingham chattanooga somewhere in america anyway um, i believe that's georgia because he's from I believe atl yeah, he's from atlanta atl oh yeah well he has a blue passport. He's an American citizen. So he is an American citizen, yes. Born in America. Um, yep. So, so yes, he's American. It is. I mean, he's the accent and stuff. So yeah. So my question to you ladies is where is home for you? Where feels like home? Well, obviously, um, I was born in Nigeria. And if you guys if you ladies want to explain your story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to put that on all of you. Um, <laughs> I was born in Nigeria as well, Cindy. <laughs> and I was born in London Town. London Town. London Town. So from different perspectives, actually. So we'll take it one at a time. So Ola and, um, and Gracie, where feels like home for you? One having been born in Nigeria and one having been born in the UK. Um, but both of us, well, one going regularly to Nigeria more than the other, I'd imagine so. Or... What's your situation? Actually, Ola, when was the last time you went? Without throwing you out. <clears throat> um, I think it was 2019. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah same. So, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I used to, so like for me, um, obviously born in Nigeria, I moved here. Um, I think I moved here when I was like seven, eight or so. Um, and I... I, we went. We used to go back every two years or so, and then at some point in time, I think I've said this before. At some point in time, we actually stopped going to Nigeria and started going to Zimbabwe. Um, mm. One of our family members moved there, and like we're all quite close as cousins, and it just became the way that we can sort of include everyone in the family destination trips. 
Um, so after that, um, like we did that for a few years and then, yeah, we didn't go to Nigeria for a while, but my dad then moved there. So then when he moved there, I started going to Nigeria like twice a year. Um, so that was like probably from the age of 24. Um, and yeah, like that, that's, that's been my story. It's just been because um, not been able to go back. Unfortunately, he's back. He, he lives here now, mm. um, but haven't been able to go back. But I guess on the answer of where feels like home, mm. there is nothing like when you step out of the airport and people are trying to grab your bags and not you are over, me. you're overcome by, I wouldn't even say the dust, just the humidity. <laughs> you're overcome by the humidity um, of the of just, yeah, just life in general. The smog is in your eyes um, and there are horns all over the place and people are trying to sell you SIM cards. Like there's nothing like- Not that. anymore. <laughs> Not anymore, hmm. but there's nothing like that situation. Um, but I think, that I guess it really depends on how you define home because to me I feel like um Nigeria feels more like home but you still have the whole home and away thing so you know you're never really accepted here you're never really accepted there but um in terms of when you feel like you where you are like I'm supposed to be here this defines me this is me I get mm. the culture free living day by day like Nigeria feels like home. it's actually a good segue onto our next subject but we're not going to go there yet um but yeah Gracie if you take it <laughs> Yeah, I think my answer is very simple. Um, <clears throat> I was born here. Uh, we went back to Nigeria when I was maybe three weeks or three months. The actual thing, I don't know. Uh, but then we came back when I was two. Um, so like my younger sister will always make fun of me that like, when I first started speaking, I must have had an accent. She would be like, you would have been like, hello, mom. <laughs> and it's a running joke that we have. Um, but for me, because... Um, my story is very different, like opposite end to Allah. Um, once we came back, I didn't go back to Nigeria for like 22 years. So I left at two and I didn't go back till I was 24. Yeah, so 22 years. Mm. Um, and where um, it might be different for Allah, I don't speak any Nigerian languages. My mom was born here as well. So she, she understands and she doesn't speak. Not that she can't speak, she just chooses not to. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I'm a little bit detached from that. In saying that though, when I did first touch down in like living memory in Nigeria in 2015, I was like, <sighs> I don't know, there's like an exhale, especially because I've been pushing that Afro culture for ages. I felt less like a fraud. Like I felt like, okay, mm. I don't know that it felt like home, but it felt comfortable. Mm. Um, and in terms of like the hustler mentality and everyone moving mad, I feel like I grew up in Hackney and Tottenham. So everyone moves mad full stop. So it's not as if I had to be more on guard. Um, obviously there's a different level of hood and there's a different level of poverty and road mm. and what have you. But in terms of keeping your wits about you, I think the London hustler mentality can be quite similar to the Lagos one. So I didn't find the transition that hard. I think as well, growing up in a Nigerian church, um, eating the food, wearing the wear, still gave me those hooks, if you will. Mm. But um, yeah, I definitely feel like London is home just because of how I guess my life has kind of panned out. Um, I will say though that I've 100% several times seriously considered relocating to Lagos. Not that it would validate my black experience anymore or validate my Nigerian passport anymore. In fact, I've got it, let me show you. My echo was in here. Did it come Horizon with the name? registration, by the way? Did you get a um, No, ones? but I'm going to get, when I go shortly, God willing, um, I'm doing my PVC so I can vote. I'm doing my NIA and I'm doing all of that stuff because I need to set up a bank account there because we're trying to do business out there too. Okay. And without all of those things, we can't. So, um, mm. yeah, London is home for me. Okay. Oh, nice. London feels like home okay um my experience oh I'd say London will always well may not, may not always be home for me but it does feel like home funny enough I feel more comfortable in and I go to Ghana quite every time I go to Nigeria I try to go to Ghana as well but for some reason and I'm not Ghanaian at all um it just seems to be something that's carried on since like around uni times I've always had a thing for like Ghanaians like a few friends of mine are close few close friends of mine are Ghanaian but I feel comfortable in Ghana but I think that's more in terms of the awareness 
I feel like Nigeria will always be, I'm a Nigerian, like even just my being in the UK, I'll always be a Nigerian. Um, but I feel like in terms of home, I'm happy to call the UK home for me because at the same time, I don't think I have that experience enough of being in Nigeria to comfortably say with my chest that it's home. It's home for me. Yes, I get it. It's the motherland, but I don't think I can actually say it's home where I can just go about my I, I'm not comfortable to go about my my day um in the way that I can do in London like I'm, I just haven't got I'm not my wits aren't about me in that sense but I feel like ultimately it is a place where I do feel I do feel like I belong when I am in Nigeria I definitely do that and they're very welcoming we're welcoming people very hospitable but at the same time in terms of really placing where home is I would always feel that the UK is well at the moment the UK is home for me even though the UK is a bit mad at the moment mm-hmm. um, yeah I think I was specific with saying London because there's even been places outside of London where I don't feel comfortable at all. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, London is. <laughs> in fact, Southeast London is because I go to Northwest and I'm like, what is Halston? <laughs> Screaming. So, Southeast London for me is home specifically. And I think the, re- the reason why I found this interesting is because obviously we're looking at Davido, who is actually based in, in Nigeria. So he's, his story maybe could essentially be similar to ours because essentially but then he's obviously spent more time in nigeria for him to feel that that's not home for him um yeah i think i was just gonna say where i feel like there's a disconnect for me for him referring to atlanta as home is from what i know of his story he was born there and he did like uni there but the rest of his life was in nigeria so it's that whole western gaze of everything foreign is better Um, and because he's got a blue passport and he's got money he can he 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 does have the choice to associate with america being from home but on paper like 80 percent of what we know of his life was in nigeria so to me it was weird that he was called in america Home. home and it yeah. wasn't just home it was on god oh god oh god um, i think i think for me like um i think about it like because that's what i said at the beginning it really depends on your definition of home right and i actually think if you had asked this question pre-lockdown i probably wouldn't have answered the same way but i think like now that we know that like you can actually do your life because I think one of the, so Gracie, I had a similar experience. Like I really wanted to move to Nigeria. I had planned how I was going to do my NY, NYSC. I'd figured out who I was going to stay with. I'd got my medical note to make sure that I was going to be doing it in Lagos and I didn't have to do go to Abuja for the first three weeks. I'd done everything God. I needed to do. <laughs> oh God. Um, oh God. Oh <laughs> I'd done everything I needed to do. I'd found a place that I was going to work. Um, like I'd found a job. And, and this was all around the time when my dad was there, obviously. And obviously this is because politics is really important to me. So it was also me prepo- mm. preparing for the idea that that could be my destiny there. And I think- <laughs> Politics. That... <laughs> not, 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 um, not in my government. Um, but um, I think that was one of the reasons why for me, it was like, it just feels as though now that we realize you don't have to be, I think family and so many other things made me feel like I was anchored here. Um, and now, after a worldwide pancake it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that is as important mm-hmm. um so if we're talking about home in terms of where you identify and where you feel the most yourself and like you get off the plane and your shoulders relax and it's like mm. that's that's you, you can't be that feeling of when you mm. when you land spin-off question then when you describe yourself are you british nigerian are you nigerian british are you a nigerian that lives in britain are you british with nigerian heritage are you black african descent like how do you guys identify kunta kente <laughs> not kunta kente honey. <laughs> um, i feel like um <clears throat> not answering you no please go um i feel like i and, and actually, as I, as I was about to answer this, I was like, see privilege, um, mm. but I'm gonna eat it because I don't want to lie, but it depends on who you're talking to. Um, mm. So I think if anyone black was to ask me, I'm telling you that I'm Nigerian. If a <laughs> white person is to ask me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them I'm British. And the reason I do that is because I want to know, like, what are you really trying to get out? Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like when white people ask you questions, they don't ask you directly. Um, and Where so are you really they, from? Yeah. So I want you to I want you to show yourself in that situation. Like actually, I mean, there's nothing wrong in asking that. At the end of the there's day. nothing wrong in asking that. But what you shouldn't like, what you shouldn't say is where you're really from, because what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? So I feel like in those situations, I I say British for the sake of where you really from. Show show yourself. Go on. 
play, play your card. Let's see what you're about to come out with because we got we got a racist. Is it is it a racist? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guys, he just wants to tell you that his neighbor's black and his wife is black. (laughs) No, 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 that he's got a friend from Madagascar. Is that near Nigeria? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I did my gap year in Egypt. Yeah, and my my, my girlfriend's um, mixed race. I mean, you know, guys. We're going to talk about the mixed race experience in a second, but go ahead, honey. Definitely. Uh, um, so I went in, in Nigeria. I'm in Africa. I'm, I'm Nigerian. Like, here I go. Um, I think in the UK, I'm also Nigerian. I mean, I even say in a lot of interviews, when I speak to people, I always let them know that, look, depending on the company I'm trying to work for, if you've got an interest in developing markets and development, fund, like development, that's why I'm interested, because I'm a Nigerian. Um, but I feel like I hold both I don't feel like I have I have the qualities of a British person um I find some of the British attributes not too aligned to me I'm definitely more Nigerian in that sense but I mean I'm I'm here in it I've been here a majority of my life but I think I will always be a Nigerian um not so that this image can be used when they're picking who they need to deport back (laughs) (laughs) you gotta go Um, but like yeah I feel like I'm just I am be British for me I don't I don't think I fully found the ultimate meaning of what it means and I don't think it aligns truly with me as yet but at the same time I feel like it's easier to say that I'm Nigerian but I definitely pick both I would probably edge towards being mixed race <laughs> not mixed race just go <laughs> don't in the bin don't in the bin yeah, well mixed mixed heritage yeah, yeah, yeah mixed heritage actually mixed heritage, heritage speaks to your bloodline do you have yeah, whites in your yeah. bloods it's just diaspora. Mixed just, diaspora. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't say mixed diaspora. You're just... I'm, I'm mixed. Yeah. I'm half Nigerian, <laughs> half British. Okay? That's, That's how she identifies. That's how I identify. But yeah, no, I, I feel like I, we get the benefits of both. Like, I, I, I don't... What it does it mean to be British? Mm. I've never known, to be honest. Like, even when I mm-hmm. ask, like, what is British culture? Um, people struggle even british people struggle to define it is it pub culture is it lad culture is it hooligan culture is it colonial culture obviously i've just listed a whole bunch of negative stuff um is it um small world big ponds Hmm? list the positives let's let's Oh, but this is what I'm saying. Like I, I've never really had a conversation where people can really say, apart from the British bulldog, where we just kind of go for everything. Um, like what? Can you guys list the positives of British culture? But I had this really interesting conversation. I can't remember who it was with, but someone essentially said that if you think about the idea that, um, like the United Kingdom is basically like Game of Thrones, made up of multiple kings of Sussex, this area, that area, that area, that area. And then you actually just brought everyone together. Like to be honest, it will be extremely difficult to define Mm. being British by anything other than regional because it is a kingdom of regional communities. Mm. That's the reason why you have justices of Sussex and so on and so forth, because different people ruled. But in a sense, if that is the culture of Britain, then then I can align myself to that because essentially if there isn't really a culture that aligns to the fact that we are a multitude of different people. Then then, you are British. Yeah, I can say that I am. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm easy. I can say that I'm British because by default, like black black British, if anything, I feel like there is a black British culture out there. Culture. And I think I can align myself more to that. And then before I, I would say that I'm Nigerian. But so I think, I think the black British culture is slightly Caribbean leaning only based on how I grew up again I was surrounded by Jamaicans um however in fact I'll, I'll let you land and then I'll come back and answer what I identify as go ahead no I was just going to say and um it's interesting you say that because actually if you go onto the home office website and you look at some of the things that it says about being British one of the things that they brag about and I've said this that I hate it so much is the idea of being tolerant of difference um but actually I don't think that tolerant ex- to- that version of tolerance extends um mm-hmm. to different races um so whilst in the identity of Britain is to be made up of multiple different mini kingdoms um, and accepting of different people I think they decide where they want to draw the line as to who they accept yeah, yeah I don't even think tolerant is something to be celebrating shouldn't you just yes. be accepting 
yeah. tolerant is like i'll have you if i have to accepting yeah. is you're one of us yeah. but um in terms of how i identify i think up until uni um no up until college i was very much british like my mum was born here i was born here um like hadn't touched the motherland wasn't really into the afro culture apart from going to church was very on my hip-hop and grime like very black british um mm. and then i think i found style plus i found olufumi i found imagine that mm. and my life changed and then i went to i went from going from an all-white school with maybe like eight black people in a whole school to going to a college where i found my tribe and they were all nigerian not just Nigerian, they were Yoruba people, do you know what I mean? And I felt like, oh my God, I finally found people that think like me, that talk like me, that walk like me. They were all Christian as well. Um, and that was a very pivotal time in my life where I was like, okay, maybe I'm not British. Maybe I'm more. Um, and I think that has, over the years, over the last, ooh, college was definitely 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. Over the last 11 years, um, that kind of identity of being British has broken down for me where I'm actually Nigerian. I am because mm. I think um, there are some things where and if I can speak about the positives while contrasting it to the negatives of Nigerian culture um, so that like, corruption is embedded in everyone like if you can get away with it you will it's the same here we know that the government has given out bare contracts to their brethrens with this covid palaver oh, brethren um, like Hancock <laughs> bro, not just Matt all of them I was going to say thank you Rishi Sunak right I found this out the other day and I, oh, I'm, I really feel bad if I'm misquoting, so like hopefully no one comes back at me. But Rishi Sunak is married to someone who is like a billionaire, right? Yeah. His mm -hmm. parents are like billionaires and like are really big deals in India with regards to trade, right? Mm. Did anyone else notice that as soon as he got, um, he basically got the role of Chancellor of Exchequer, maybe like a month later, Boris Johnson was announcing the fact that they were going to be working with India to do potential for oh we noticed it not just that but you know that's the thing that asian people do like you will have someone coming as a tech lead in a business a technical lead as an asian you'll blink within 12 months the whole department's asian yes. it's the thing they do they understand community they understand being together but we, we like to fight each other um i think my, my last point was just going to be i don't think i identify as nigerian even though i'm Igbo and yoruba um and i'm i guess if if we go based on you are where your dad is from I'm supposed to be Ivo. I actually identify more with Yoruba culture. So if people ask me, I'm more likely to say I'm Yoruba than I'm Nigerian because I don't identify with the whole country mm -hmm. or even with all that. Like, there's a lot of things that I, I know that Ibo people do. And I'm just like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but from a business point of view, you've got that Ibo trait. This is what people say, the entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also stubborn like a Yoruba person. So maybe I'm equally both, but I just, mm -hmm. I don't identify with the culture because I wasn't, I brought up around it. I don't I don't speak any of the languages, but I really don't speak Igbo. Like mm -hmm. at least with Yoruba, I can squint and kind of figure out what you're saying. Um I also again the Hausa, Fulani's, River State, I don't know what they do in their states. And not that I don't care to know, but I just I don't. So yeah, I identify yeah. as Yoruba. That was gonna be my answer. Yeah, it's difficult to identify as a whole country, but um it is just in terms of numbers and tick boxes, you just what you've got to do, isn't it? All right, guys, we hope you have enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget you can catch the entire episode across all um, our major platforms, our audio social platforms. So that includes Spotify, Apple Music, even on Google Internet. You just type in ProBeats Podcast and you have a whole link of all our full episodes on um, available for you guys to listen. Let us know what you're doing on Valentine's Day. Obviously, it's the day of love and it's not a one day. And any man that refuses to even celebrate Valentine's Day just on that one day is a pagan. Anyway, remember to love yourselves before anybody else. I am your girl, Cindy Temi. It's your girl, Gracie May. on our way. And we are ProBeats. Pro Make sure you can find us all across all social platforms. And that's ProBeats Podcast on Instagram.